Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. Today with me, I have Christy. Christy's a new friend of mine. Um, we've only just met. I actually just realized I don't have yours. It's Forsyth, right? Uh-huh. Forsyth, yeah. Christy Forsyth. Forsyth. I should have asked you that. God, guys, I'm fucking, what we're talking about today is the energies and they are clearly fucking with my head. So I have Chrissy here. She's a new friend. She was introduced to me through Brandon. I'm sure if you've been listening to the episodes that I've been doing lately, guys, you'll notice a lot of these beautiful people in my field are coming through Brandon. So sending him love. Um, but Christy is an intuitive coach and angelic channel who helps people to master their energy and intu- intuition to create a magical life. We're going to riff on whatever feels good in this moment, but I think we're definitely going to get into navigating the energies because as you can see, I'm not navigating them with my ability to speak. Mercury is doing a number on me today. Rather, I am allowing Mercury to do a number on me. So to begin with, Christy, I would love you to jump on and introduce yourself. Tell us all how it is that you became a intuitive master and an angelic guide, someone who helps people navigate energies, all of that magic. And also Spirit is asking me to ask you, what how you came into your gifts is the question i feel like you've got an interesting backstory um so please take the mic introduce yourself say hello let us know how you got here hey um it's yes it's been an interesting journey for sure i connected with my gifts originally in childhood it was just there from the beginning and would have experiences that were very normal for me, always feeling led. Uh, One of my earliest memories that I have is actually in being connected to my angels that I work with. And actually I was potty training at the time and um, woke up in the middle of the night, was trying to decide if I was going to get up and use the potty. And so little me was trying to decide that and my angels were coaching me to, you know, you got to get up. This is part of what you need to do. This is part of your learning. And so that's my earliest memory of that. But that was just very present where there was these voices that were leading me, that were showing me, guiding me every step of the way. Somewhere along the way, I realized that the other kids weren't having this experience. So at some point in school, I recognized that. And so somewhere along the way, that kind of settled and I wasn't having those experiences. I was always able to deeply feel into people that's never gone away, but those voices and that awareness of being guided went away for a while. 
And then when I was about 18 or 19 years old, I started to open up again. So I started to read a bunch of Sylvia Brown books because that was like, so the thing back then. And so I was reading all of that and just like starting to, to do a little bit more meditation, starting to set intentions around that. And what happened for me then was actually pretty scary. So I opened up and started to have beautiful experiences with some angels and things like that. But I also started to have all of these things happening in my room, especially in the middle of the night, having visions of scary, demonic things, um, scary things happening in my room all throughout the night and, and and waking up screaming, faces coming at my face in the middle of the night. And, and so pretty quickly in at that point, I decided that I didn't want to connect. <laughs> I wasn't interested in being connected in this way. And so I said out loud, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to connect anymore. And almost immediately that shut down. And so then I was at the time, several years later, practicing as a mental health counselor. I was seeing clients uh, doing that work and stepped into my spiritual awakening. So I started to take a look at this very routine life that I was living. Everything was the same every single day. I'm a Taurus. So I like <laughs> that, that stability and the ritual of those things. But I started to just take a look at all of that and want to live a more spiritual life, want to I was starting to recognize that there was more to life than what I was living. And through that process, this is where I started to open up again. So I'm doing counseling sessions with people and started to see auras around people and started to see angels standing there with people and to get messages coming through. And so it became clear pretty quickly that I was going to be doing something with that and that I had to make some changes because it's typically frowned upon in the counseling world to just acknowledge the angels that are standing there in the room with you. So uh, that led me to begin this journey of starting the work that I'm doing now. And through little leaps of faith at a time, I slowly transitioned into making this my living and, and doing what I now call soul therapy. So soul therapy is basically a psychically led life coaching process. So it pulls together this background that I have in mental health and life coaching. And it also allows me to connect with people's energy fields, to teach them about their energy fields, to teach them about energy and how they can navigate their own spiritual awakening, how they can connect to the magic in the world, how they can connect to their spirituality, to their intuition. And it's all been pretty magical since. Amazing. Thank you for sharing a question that was coming up to me. Cause like that sensation of when you're open and you're too open and then there's shit that you don't want to come in. That happens to me a lot. And I've had to set really clear boundaries. Do you think back then, do you think there was something in your attraction, in your, in your attraction, fuck me, come on, give me the words in your frequency or like where you were at that was attracting those beings? Like, do you think it's where you're at attracts the beings that come in? Um, I'm just curious. That's a genuine question because I've 
show how I feel Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. That's a huge part of it. My vibration was nowhere near what it is now. And so I was definitely pulling in energy that was more closely connected with my vibration at the time. I was going through a lot back then. And the other piece of it was that you mentioned boundaries was boundaries. I didn't understand that I got to set the boundaries, that I got to call the shots, that I got to say, I only allow energy that is of the light to be present and to work with me. So that was something when I was opening up again, that pretty quickly I said, I'm going to do this the right way this time. So I, I started to work underneath a mentor and to work with it and learn how to manage it because it was a little out of control. Even then I was seeing auras around everyone. And that's pretty distracting to live your life that way. So I learned pretty quickly how to set those boundaries and that I needed to be clear about what energy I was allowing. And through that process, the energy worked with me. What do you say to someone who is like, considers himself an empath or like an HSB, highly sensitive person who feels constantly bombarded by like everyone and everything around them? Because that was me, right? Two years, three years ago, my channel opened up. I had this mass awakening, mass Kundalini spontaneously awake, awakening in me. And it was literally like every single person I sat next to, I had a message for, I was feeling things for, I was feeling everyone. I didn't know what was mine, what was other people's. I mean, I know the process I went through to now be like, that is yours. Goodbye. I have boundaries. But if someone's going through that and they're maybe, maybe they're tuning into some energies that don't feel good. Maybe um, they're feeling like afraid of their gifts. Maybe they're feeling overwhelmed by the collective. We're going to go into this deeper today. I really feel the collective energy and having those boundaries and having that discernment. But what would you say to someone? Like, what are some things that they can do to start to set those boundaries from what you've learned? I think it starts with, conscious awareness. So like you, it was, it hit me fast and hard and I didn't know how to manage that. So what I started doing and what I've encouraged other people to do is to just start to pay attention. How are you responding to the people that are regularly in your world? How, how did you respond to the person that stood in front of you at the grocery store? How is your energy field responding to the space that you're in? How is your energy field responding to what's going on with the planetary energy? So starting just simply to ask that question is really important because then it starts to help us to have an awareness. And when we start to understand how our body responds to energy, we can start to manage our energy field, right? Just simply that understanding helps us to manage the energy field. So I think that that's really important to start to have that awareness of that. And then we can take that step back and say, oh, I'm having that same feeling right now that I had when I was in that space before. And so that's telling me that I'm responding to energy. I think that question of is this just energy is really, really key because I have found that that really settles a lot for people. Something I found really difficult um, <laughs> was discerning, like what is mine? Because I was purging a lot of shit as well, right? Like I was definitely, I was going through my Saturn return. I was had all these karmic contracts. Like that was very real. So it was like a lot of it was mine, but it was like on top of mine, I had everyone else's as well. And so I actually couldn't distinguish for like a, what is mine? What is, what is not mine? And that was coming from a place of like, 
a lack of self-love or a lack of identity. Like I didn't actually even know who I was to be able to distinguish my feelings, my emotions, my identity, like, you know, what I'm going through, what's my story versus a story that's like, cause my, my channel is really open. So I'm literally picking up on other people's stories and thoughts. And that's, so the, I would say to the audience, like having gone through this as well, one of the best things you can do is get to know yourself, get to know your body, get to know like, what does my energy feel like normally? Like what's my natural frequency? What's my base level? For some of us, that's really fucking high. Like we have joy as our natural state of being or even higher. For me, it's like orgasmic fucking bliss is my natural state now, which is like, if I'm not feeling that, am I right? Something's going on, but it's also like we're human. So you're not going to feel that all the time, but you can generally tell what is yours and what is not if you really understand what that baseline that you're operating is. So I'm curious, there was a question that was coming through to ask you um, around, do you see like a correlation, like as, as a counselor with the mental stuff and then certain types of people or tendencies they have to be more like, less have less boundaries with the energetic stuff like certain types of people come to you and you seem to like they're taking a lot like what kind of tendencies would these people have that would take on more would you say yeah um absolutely there's a, a big reason that the service that i provide soul therapy isn't under that umbrella umbrella of mental health counseling is because in my opinion and what i found is that so many things are better explained by energy and so I didn't want to slap a mental health diagnosis on people when I felt like that was better explained by energy. So for example, people who are experiencing anxiety, most of the time, that's just energy, yeah. right? Most of the time, it's just this energy that's flowing through our body and our body is our greatest intuitive tool. So our body is reacting to it. It's responding to it. It's feeling, it's telling us something. And so the next question can be, what is it telling me? What do I need to be aware of? And I, I think like this process of asking questions is really important because it helps us to understand ourselves. Like you were talking about, uh, things like depression. So many times for me, I've noticed that people who go into these deep, dark places are simply being influenced by the energy around them, right? Maybe they're connecting with a lot of heavy, dark energies on a regular basis, and that's bringing them into the state that would be considered on a clinical level, major depressive disorder. ADHD, that to me is, is better described by creative energy, flowy energy, intuitive energy, that, that ability to connect with our creative mind and the creative mind doesn't want to follow a specific structure. It wants to be able to flow from thing to thing to thing. And when we tune into our intuition, it leads us from thing to thing to thing. And that can look like what would again, be clinically described as ADHD. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And honestly, if a psych was to evaluate me and they have, <laughs> they told me I was type B bipolar um, I think now if they were to speak to me, they'd definitely think that I was schizophrenic, just given some of the stuff that I go through. So it's like, it's crazy that our society or in the Western world, don't we don't have this framework for the energetic and in so many other cultures. I mean, I talk about this so much on this podcast, so I don't need to go into it again because people are probably sick of me fucking going on about our lack of a framework for this stuff. But 
we don't have that language or that understanding or that connection to the spiritual because it's so linked, right? And, and, and you're right in saying at the core level, everything is energy. So of course, there's an energetic reason for it more than anything. I love the reframing of um, the ADHD, right? Like that is so powerful because so many of our kids are being told you're dumb. You've got this thing, like you can't focus, it's your fault. And actually that kid's probably just super tapped in to life force and, and wanting to like create a whole bunch of shit, right? So how cool would it be if we, created a society where we played into those things and we saw all this person's I don't know sensitive to xyz and maybe we can support them so do you raise your kids that way you said earlier that your kids were sensitive to the energy this week and they're going through some stuff talk to me about that are they little healers and shamans and or how many how many kids do you have <laughs> is the first I question have two. I have twins oh, and wow. it was actually part of my awakening was when I had them because I had this awareness from the minute that they were born, how I had these identical twins who had exactly the same DNA, but they felt so different from one another from the moment that they were born. And they are, they're so different. We talk about energy all the time. We acknowledge energy all the time because as we acknowledge it, again, that acknowledgement of energy, I think is incredibly powerful in terms of letting it be released or at least allowing us to be empowered if we're aware that we have a lot of intense intense energy happening then we can be empowered in terms of how we respond to that so today one of my little ones was feeling a lot of what he was calling anxiety and so we were talking about you know today's the full moon today is a very emotional day we're feeling this energy and are is it possible that you're just feeling this energy and so we took a little bit of time to just do a quick meditation where he was pulling light into him and he was expanding the light out of him and helped to bring him back into balance yeah that's beautiful i'm definitely gonna raise my kids in that way um, because without giving them a language, how are they meant to know, right? Oh, mommy, I'm depressed. Mommy, I'm, you know, it's, it's a programming by our society very tactically. So now we've kind of like started to head in that direction to talk about collective energies. You said something interesting and it's really good because this morning I actually recorded another podcast for everyone who's listening and it would have been like months earlier. So the way that I'm releasing these is not in a, in any sort of logical, um, <laughs> linear order. Um, so that episode would have been way earlier where I talk about astrology and I talk about how to be empowered by the astrology and the collective energy and the um, sun, solar flares and all of that stuff and not let it disempower you. But I'm sure we have a different angle to hit this with today. So talk to me about your perception around how we can allow like the, the heavy collective energy or like the say that all the solar flares and all the crazy, you know, human resonance stuff and the astrology that's going fucking nuts. And it just feels like there's something new every day. That's like, Jesus, oh my God, this is, we're really doing this. How do you take that and A, set boundaries, B, use it to empower yourself and C, not fall into that pattern of, I think a lot of people who listen to this are super sensitive, like me, where we feel it. Like we feel, it's not something that you can ignore, right? You feel it. So just riff on that, whatever you feel to say in that. I, I know you got some juice there. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's wild what we have been experiencing, especially over the past couple of years. Insane. It's a lot for our bodies to process. And so a lot of people are having a tough time. A lot of people are feeling very anxious or uh, it, having a lot of even physical sensations with all of this stuff. So I think that, again, it starts with the awareness. I think it's really helpful to be aware of 
what's happening with the collective energy. That's why I do a weekly energy reading where I talk all about, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's happening because I find that that in, a, in and of itself is really empowering to say, to look at that and say, oh yeah, I'm feeling so much of the insecurity in this energy this week too. And, and so that's just the energy. And the next part of that is as we understand that, how do I, how do I utilize this to make myself better, right? Because we can look at that and we go, oh, Mercury retrograde sucks and Venus retrograde has been hard. And we can go into a very victim oriented stance on that. Or we can say, how can I use this to grow and develop? Because ultimately the energy is a tool for us to use to help ourselves to develop. So for example, we can notice what we're feeling during Mercury retrograde and we can say, okay, that's helping me to understand where there's still room for healing, where there's still room for me to do work, where there's still room for me to understand myself more. And, and these retrogrades are opportunities to understand ourselves more, to understand how we respond to energy more. You were talking about how it was it was difficult for you to separate yourself from everyone and same. And one of the ways that I found works for me is just making sure that I allow for a lot of time and energy to, to be in my own energy. Because at the end of the day, that just really helps to balance me without the influence of everybody else's stuff. I need a lot of time and space to myself. And I think so many empaths need that, mm. especially when we're dealing with the heaviness of and the challenges with some of this other energy. Yeah. And, and I was saying this morning too, like that different astrological elements or planets or whatever collective energies have different flavors. So they're highlighting different things for you, right? So it's a gift. Like when we're shown the subconscious or unconscious stuff that we can't usually access, it's a gift. It's not a punishment. We're not victims. We can't blame it and be like, God, fucking Mercury is retrograde. Now my life has gone to shit. It's like, no, it's only going to shit because it's highlighting and amplifying something that's already within you. Like, right. So that's, that's the, the tough pill to swallow. Like this is only going to amplify what's or intensify what's already within you. And sometimes that amplification is what is needed to clear, to heal, to progress. And sometimes, guys, it doesn't have to be this painful. You know, there could be so much gift in it because it's giving you an opportunity to, hey, I'm going to take stock of the past. You know, a full moon is a great time to take stock, look back, reflect, clear. Like, what have I, um, what do I need to release right now? What didn't work in the last quarter, the last cycle, whatever it is. New moon, what are my intentions, right? So there are different ways we can work with this and and they're our teachers and our guides and they're here to help us rather than knock us on our ass and even the intense cosmic energies and the solar flares and all of this galactic energy coming in it's here to support us to evolve like take that as a shift right paradigm shift it's not laying you on your ass making you miserable it might be to your physical body but that's happening because it's helping you to evolve it's you're upgrading right what i was I channeled this on a, I had a, a podcast with someone recently and I was channeling the Mayans because I have Mayan lineage, like in my soul, not in my, I'm Greek, <laughs> but in my soul, my soul has Mayan lineage. And I was talking about how like they were so attuned to the frequency that they would like literally let it come in. And what would happen was the cell would, it's like a supernova, it would explode with this energy and it would be reconfigured, right? So think about this guys, when you're receiving upgrades, 
your cells, your DNA is literally being broken apart, recalibrated, rewired, um, refixed. So maybe your human body needs to fucking rest when you're doing that. Like this week, all I wanted to do is rest. I haven't wanted to do anything. I'm surprised I'm on this podcast. I considered like changing it. And I was like, no, we're going to, I already canceled them. No one's, we're going to do it. Right. But like, be graceful with yourself. Eat. If you want to eat, I've been eating like so much. I'm like a horse. I can't stop eating and really bad stuff too, guys. Like not healthy stuff. I've been eating a lot of sugar, comfort food. Um, and I'm giving myself that grace to be like, it's okay. My body wants to eat a lot of shit. My body doesn't want to work today. My body, you know, doesn't want to go to the gym and do a hard workout, even though I actually have been really pushing myself this week. But we can't be so hard on ourselves. Like we need to understand the impact and influence that this stuff is having on, on us and on our bodies. I'm just feeling into what is spirit is wanting to ask. Hi, beautiful soul. Allow me to interrupt this broadcast for just a second. If you're a soulpreneur on a sacred mission or just someone looking to connect with their soul purpose, their gifts and their multidimensional self, I have something I am so excited to share with you. The Soul Mission Accelerator is possibly my most groundbreaking and expensive work yet. It contains 12 low-cost, high-potency sacred activations that will have you shifting through old limitations, patterns, karmic loops, and blockages at quantum speeds. These activations will support you with everything you require energetically to anchor in the timeline and reality you desire to create. If that means more soul clients, tribe, opportunities, and abundance, or just to anchor a soul purpose that is fulfilling and effortlessly abundant. You can grab $44 off the total price by using the code CRACKED open in capital letters in the checkout or grab each activation individually as they call to your soul now let's get back to this episode so i'm going to take a complete different <laughs> different uh trajectory um when you connect to angels is there certain ones that you have like a really strong connection to or like the, do you have favorite ones or you connect to all of them or which ones are the ones that you tend to work with the most I, so I do have some favorites. I do have some that are, that I work with more and that would be, um, I, I work a lot with Metatron. I work a lot with Raphael and with Michael, but over time that shifted a bit because one thing that I've noticed is that while they can help us with specific things, I like to tune into the angels as a whole, because I think that as human beings, we want to put things into nice, neat little categories like, oh, well, Raphael helps with healing. And so whenever I need healing, I'm going to call in Raphael. Um, I'm calling him in right now <laughs> as, as I'm calling his name. That's how it works though. When we call on them, they come, they, they arrive, but that, and that is an avenue for that. But what I've liked to do in recent years is to put it out there and to ask for help from the angel or the energies that's going to be the best fit for what I need in that time. And I think that that's a really nice way to do that. I think that's a really nice way for anybody to work with the angels, because I, I think that we overthink so many things where it has to be this specific angel helps with this specific thing. And I think instead, if we say, I would really love for some angels or energies of the light to help me with this specific thing, I'm asking for help with this now that's a really powerful way to do that. So I, I do a lot of that just working with, I call them the other angels. 
beautiful how about do you ever work with like intergalactic beings or like light um light beings from other places high dimensional beings anything like that I do sometimes I have all kinds of interesting things come through for example when I'm working on somebody's energy field or just in my own meditations I've seen all kinds of things some things I don't even know what they're called uh I've seen some weird things standing around my bed working on my energy at night all kinds of different things so yes I, I work with that my preference is the angelic energy just because my energy is so tied and connected to that energy so that's just where I feel most comfortable it's it's the most beautiful divine love that you can experience and so that for me just like my energy field is at home and happy in that energy so I don't see you working with like any Kali Ma <laughs> like Lilith queen of the under I just don't see that I don't know I, no, I can't. <laughs> no, no. I, I have trouble even connecting with uh ghosts earthbound energy that it, it's just too heavy for my energy field and I feel physically ill mm -hmm. from it so I, it, mean, I it don't think anyone's like fuck yeah ghosts they're not fun yeah. to definitely <laughs> connect with I definitely am like I've had some come and I'm like nope not my job not my service not, not my yeah nope <laughs> interesting um yeah interesting just I'm just feeling I'm just feeling I'm just feeling hmm. if there is someone like going through like a lot of shit every time there's some sort of like astrological thing or like a collective wave or whatever and they just feel like they're completely other than like spending time on them their own what else would you recommend for them to move through that like say your client was coming to you and they were being completely railroaded every time something did a retrograde thing they were like holy shit um I am on the floor I'm exhausted what would you recommend to them like how would you support them through that process I think that again I think we tend to overthink a lot of these things and I think it comes down to one important question and that's tuning in with ourselves on a regular basis and asking what do I need right now what do I need in this moment? Like you were talking about just feeling this need for more comfort food right now, right? A, a lot of times that provides us with the energy of grounding. And we don't even need to question that. It's just like, if, if this is what I'm needing right now, I'm going to honor that. And then, and then what do I need? Now, what do I need? Maybe I need to move my body and that would feel really good. It's allowing our intuition to answer that question, just tuning in and, and listening to the answer that comes when we ask the question, what do I need? I think yeah. that that's really important. That helps to carry us moment to moment through a lot of this challenging energy. Very true. I'm curious if um, you know, your channel, you receive messages and this might not be relevant by the time this is released. It might be like we've already shifted 50 million timelines since that conversation. But I'm curious what you're, if you're picking up on anything like, themes in the collective or what we're going through or what's coming or anything like that lots of people are saying lots of different things I'm curious as to like what your channel is saying at the moment I think we have a lot coming up I think that it's it's going to definitely be intensifying but there's a big part of me that's really excited about that because what I see is this whole new level of eyes opening of people connecting with truth of people connecting with their spiritual awakening and it's like I always see this vision of it's just like lights things lighting up all over the place lighting up lighting up lighting up and I think that we're stepping into a time when there's even more lighting up 
where all of a sudden people are like, what the heck is going on with me? I, how did, how did I know that? Why am I feeling this? What's happening for me? Why am I feeling this call to connect more spiritually? There's going to be this whole process. And I, I feel like people's intuitive gifts are going to be so much more connected, even I mean, I'm not talking years down the road. I feel like we're moving with this now. And so a year from now, I think that we're looking at so many people awake and aware and understanding the illusion that all of this is and using this time that we have here on this planet to bring more light onto it. So there's this whole progression that I see happening. Do you think that there's going to have to be some chaos to shake people up, like yes. inevitably coming yes. up? Yeah. What do you feel? Yep. I mean, I don't actually like, you know what? I don't like paying too much credence or like giving it too much weight. Like, oh, the financial system's going to crumble and whatever. Like, cause I'm like, we're good no matter what happens. Right. And it's a small minor detail, but I am curious, like if you've been feeling into like what themes or sorts of things might happen, um, we're seeing like, they're starting to announce like COVID, like new strain of cut and I'm just like oh god so what the aliens didn't get people's attention so now we're going back to COVID all right cool but you know what what is your feel or like your insight into that have you received any messages some people's guides like literally warn them for stuff mine do but only about me they're like hey at this month you need to go here or like it's very they don't give me a lot of notice they're like you need to get prepared to do this thing now and then leave and then it's like oh there's a lockdown right but some people get prepared like I've had friends who have been prepared to like prep for an apocalypse sort of like with food and water and all that sort of thing. Has anything like that happened to you? So I don't get a sense that this is hard and fast. Like this, it has to be this specific path. I think it's, it's more of an energy. So whenever I tune into that, the angels say, well, it's up to you guys as a collective, how yeah. hard do you want it to be? <laughs> That's and, exactly, I love you for saying that because I channeled the yeah. same message on another podcast and they were like why do you think that there's got to be some big dramatic fucking thing to shake you all up can't you just focus on like what you want to create and I'm like that's really because it, it was Brandon he was asking me like you think this is going to happen like is this going to be financial collapse what's the other timeline look like and I was like I just we're so dramatic about it and it doesn't need to, so I love that you said that thank you I wasn't testing you but I was like I'm open to other perspectives because my perspective is always that perspective that's the one that channels through for me as well always they're like I'm asking them I'm prodding them for like the drama I want the juice the goss and they're always just like no <laughs> sorry to keep going I just I had to say that that's hilarious I think that we're being protected right so I, I think that it's going to be the least painful pro process needed to to get us to where we need to be and I, I think that every single day our free will choices are deciding that Mm -hmm. I think that, for example, if we get presented with all of this COVID stuff and people take a look at that and they start to say, you know what, like something doesn't feel right about that to me. Maybe I, I fell into that before, but something doesn't feel right. And they start to ask questions and they don't fall into just accepting the truth on the surface of how it's being presented and start to tune into their own intuition and they listen to it. I think even just around that, we avoid a lot of challenge and a lot of difficulty as long as enough people are doing that. So it's just going to decide what we do with our free will choices. But I don't think that it has to be as, as dramatic as, as sometimes I'm, I'm hearing it be. In fact, right now, my sense of that is that that's not the direction that it's going. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot to look forward 
forward to. Do we think that we're doing our shadow work as a planet right now? Absolutely. And I think we're, we're about to go into a deeper level of that. But again, it's like, how do we work with the energy? How do we use this energy? And I think if we as a collective decide we want to use this energy to make ourselves better and be more in tune with ourselves, our intuition, with the energy happening around us and embrace this beautiful process of ascension that's happening, I think it can be great. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that different people are tuned into different realities and different versions of events. Like there are going to be some people that fall into the story, but then it's so dramatic. Oh my God, like I have no fucking money, all the drama, right? The collapse, everything. And there's going to be some people who are like, I see that narrative and I actually choose to detach and be over here. Like that's kind of how I was through the whole of everything that blew up. I was very much in my own lane, didn't indulge conversations, didn't even get involved. And it was very difficult to do for two years when I was living in another country. And constantly that was the dialogue. And I just didn't even have an opinion. I was just like, I don't even have an opinion. I'm not, I'm not going down the rabbit hole. They're trying to fuck us over. I did for the first month. And I was like, actually, this is not enjoyable to get involved in this, you know? So I was like, how can I just be over here focusing on my life? And this doesn't affect me. And it didn't. Right. So I think there will be different ways that we receive and react to what's going on. And those of us who've already like been through where the old kind of souls, where the worn, <laughs> the ones who've been through the battle. And we're just like, no, I actually, I'm just going to chill and cruise. And that's beautiful. And that's a choice um, because we can also be kicking and screaming and dragged through it and have to go through the dramatic tower moments and all that stuff to wake us up. So I think it's like, no matter, it depends, depends on where you're at and your consciousness and, and, and your journey as to how you're receiving what's happening. And if you feel like at this point in my life, I don't need more dramatic tower moments and shakeups and I can choose an easy way of doing it. Right. Because some of us need to, I've had to go through that for years, the tower moments, the big purges, the fucking being on my ass, the drama, the, all of that stuff. I had to go through that to learn, to stop choosing that. Um, but it's, it's a choice, right? So anything you want to add on that? at all as I say that I think it comes down to the choice like you're talking about what energy do you choose to feed or what energies am I engaging in in my life and the more that you're whatever the energies are that you're choosing to engage in that's going to create your experience yeah so I think that you nailed it when you navigated that and chose to not engage in that because what's the value in that what are you creating in that energy? And so I think that it's so important for us to be mindful of that. And um, even if we're not, even if we are feeding the fear, then there's a lesson, there's a growth, there's a development in that. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's true. Yeah, we got to go through that too sometimes. Yeah. We have to wear that hat and be the, the ser what's it called? The, not serenader. Oh my God. The, oh my God, the revolutionary, the fucking, what's it called? help me you know the word where the, the person like in the front of the big mob of people like the campaigner is kind of the word anyway it's not coming my my brain I'm blaming mercury mercury thank you mercury <laughs> um <laughs> having said everything that we said um I'm curious if there are any other messages or anything else that as we're chatting is coming through to share with the audience if you tune in and this feels anything that you want to kind of leave as an imparting like wisdom drop I think the most important thing that we need to be doing as a collective and individually is to focus on building our light, is to focus on what we're investing our energy into, what, what does our vibrational diet look like, 
and where do we need to make adjustments? That is going to be the key for everyone in navigating everything that comes, the good, the bad, the ugly, is to be aware of that. So paying attention, you know, what, what am I doing with my time? What am I doing with my energy? How do I feel when I step away from those things? That tells you a lot about how your energy field responds to that, what, how it impacts your energetic vibration. So paying attention to all of that, paying attention to what fills me up, what builds my light, what helps me on a regular basis to feel like my vibrational set point is at a higher level. Because we know when your vibrational set point is at a higher level, these things that are, you know, like the minor inconveniences of Mercury retrograde, for example, that's not going to throw you off your game so much when your vibrational set point is up here, when you've worked really hard to bring more light into your experience, whether you're doing meditations where you're just envisioning yourself surrounded by light, whether you're doing things that make you feel good, that, that feel fun, whether you're surrounding yourself with people that light you up, it's all of these things that as we pay attention to them, help with that vibration or that question that we talked about asking yourself what you need, right? You were talking about your guitar and just that need that you have. And I think that that's an important thing for you in terms of what you need for raising your vibration or keeping your vibration up higher. Yeah. And I think that also comes like into context with like abundance and attracting money and like success for context, guys, I'm in Mexico. I've now been here for a while. And I decided to leave my guitar in Australia because I was like, I don't want to travel with that shit. And today I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy myself a cheap guitar because even though it's only going to be a month or two and then I'm going to have to pass it on to someone, it's so worth it for me because of the state that I'm in when I'm playing guitar, right? Like it's just a no brainer. So that for me is something dancing, is something creating music. Again, I said music. Music is such a big thing for me. Music in any context, in any frame, it changes my mood like that. Like I can instantly shift my mood depending on what music it is so find those things for you those people those you know even the content we're consuming like movies I remember when I went through the big opening and awakening I couldn't consume dark heavy stuff I used to love Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and really violent Sons of Anarchy oh Jax Teller he is one hot man right so like I was really into that shit violent heavy stuff and when I became super sensitive, I just couldn't. I was like, I cannot, I cannot. I had to disengage. And now it's like, I can watch that stuff if I have a healthy, like energetic boundary between I'm not, not going to take on anything. And I'm just seeing this as like, it's just entertainment or it's just, I'm separating myself from that, right? But there was a point where I would only watch Gaia. I'd only watch spiritual documentaries for like two years because I was like, I don't want to consume it. And then I realized actually my little human loves watching some big buff dudes beat each other up or whatever the fuck it like I need my human needs it like not everything has to be so spiritual right so I've now I've now come to terms with that but I know a lot of people who don't have a tv they don't consume content they don't watch Netflix they don't do all these things um because it really affects them so it's like tune into any activity or what you're doing like Christy said and like does this make me feel good or do, do I feel depleted afterwards? The same thing with people, particularly with like intimacy. Do I feel more depleted after I've been with that person, been in their space, I've had a conversation with them or do I feel better, right? Um, these are all things that add to your vibration and have that practice daily, like whatever it is, your vibrational practice, right? The, mine is an ice bath. Mine is my, and I cannot believe I spent two months in Sydney recently without doing an everyday ice bath, like now doing it again every day. I'm like, oh fuck, like 
I really see the difference that this makes to my, my, my mood. Right. So find those things. Um, yeah. Anything you needed to add there before we start to bring this to closure? One more thing that I've noticed a lot with people is this, this gets missed a lot, but how do you speak to yourself? Oh, what yes. Allowing vibrationally in your brain. And where do you need to call yourself out on your own bullshit? Right. Where, where you wouldn't allow someone else to speak to you that way, but you would allow yourself to speak to your, you that way. And so being aware of what that looks like and where there need to be adjustments, because that makes a huge difference in not only your vibration, but what you're manifesting for yourself, what you're calling in for yourself. Yes, yeah, so true. And I was so bad at this in the past. I was really bad. I just talk so much shit to myself constantly. I actually had an ex pull me up on this and he was like, you listen to how you talk to yourself. Like, it's horrible. You would, you know, it's horrible. And I noticed and I was like, oh my God, wow. Like I would not want to be my friend <laughs> if I was my friend and I was talking to my friend like that, you know? Yeah. So totally true because we take that in, we take it in and we um, absorb it right like our bodies our brains our little our little us absorbs all of that so such a beautiful point well it's been a beautiful conversation i have loved having you and your angelic frequency here i think we've offered some people some really valuable insights into how to not be victimized how to um be empowered by the energies and move with them if people want to find you and have a conversation with you or enlist in your services or work with you how can they do that the best place is probably through my website and that's at discoveryourawakening.com. On most platforms, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, I'm at, at Christy Clarity. Easy. So Clarity, yeah. I love that. Is that your real name, Clarity, or is it a just a word? It, it's actually, when I started doing this work, I started with a partner and, and that was just the, the name that we, we gave it because it was like, what is it that we want to provide people with? And that was what came through. Yeah. I love it. And it also yeah. reminds me of the Claire's like, um, clairvoyance, mm -hmm. like the psychic. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Amazing guys. Those links will also be down in the show notes. So thank you all for listening again today. If you've enjoyed this, please head over to Apple. Um, what's it called? <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> That's Mercury again. Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and a rating. I really, I would appreciate it because it helps us to get this out to more people who need to hear it. Um, subscribe on YouTube, do whatever you got to do. Send this to someone who needs to hear it and go check her out on Instagram or on her website. For all of you who've been listening, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Yeah, I love you. And until next time, beautiful souls. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful souls.